Alright folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 Podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. I just want to thank you for tuning in. Your time is valuable. You're spending it here with me and I appreciate it great, greatly. Hopefully the information that you're learning by listening to these podcasts, you're not only using in your daily life, but you are encouraging those around you to do the same and sharing this information because of course that's the only way we can truly make the world better not only bettering yourself but bettering those around you so once again real quick don't forget to visit the website trueresults303.com sign up for the free newsletter check out the free downloads there click that free gift button that's where you'll find them setting goals fitness and nutrition follow us on social media facebook twitter google plus True Results 303, that's T-R-U, Results 303. Join the community, let's grow together, let's change this world together. And once again, if you ever want to contact me via email for questions, comments, or concerns, that's TrueResults303 at gmail or at yahoo.com. And once again, please whatever podcast player you are listening to, leave a comment, rate the podcast, whether it's good or bad, that'll just help me become known more and move the podcast up the charts. So today's podcast is going to be another podcast on designing your exercise routine, an exercise program. Okay, so I did episode or part one of this, you know, a week or two ago, and now I needed to get a little bit more in depth. On the other one, we talked more about rep ranges, the different rep ranges, how to progress safely and increase your weight. And now we're actually going to go into the other aspect of kind of you know, breaking up the body parts and things like that. We talk, On the other one, we talked about using body weight exercises, when to add resistance to the body, stability and mobility, all those different things that I learned through my certification where they talk about just taking the steps to make sure that we are progressing and staying injury-free because we all know that's the real name of the game, right? Being able to actually participate in the game. If you're sitting on the sidelines, you're definitely not going to get results. Even though there are ways to still get great results when injured and when not in the gym. That gave me right there another idea for a podcast. Hopefully that will come. I'll put that together soon. But, okay, so let's go in. What can we do? Now, once again, go back and listen to the first one. Designing an exercise program. i got to rename it now. You know, design an exercise program part one. This is part two. So, I'll start with the basics. So, majority of the time, people are going to go with a three-day split. And if we're going to do a three-day split, what that means is we're breaking the body, the entire body down into three workouts over a three-day period where we, we will be exercising or using every body part. And then from there, we'll repeat. Okay, so this will be... When we're normally going to do it, people will break it down to like chest and triceps you'll do on Monday, 
back and biceps on Tuesday and legs and shoulders on Wednesday. And then you repeat. So Thursday would be chest and triceps. Friday would be back and biceps. Saturday would be legs and shoulders. And of course, you're just going to do abs on any of those days. Um, you know, I hate doing abs. I will not lie to you. Um, and I'll tell you right now, do not neglect your abdominal area. It can lead to a lot of muscle imbalances and then injury and then get you out of the gym. So make sure you are performing your abdominal exercises. And if you're like me, someone who hates it, I'll do it at the end of the workout and then you never do. So do it within the workout. Okay, that's what you need to do. So once again, you can do whatever. That's just the most popular. Chest, triceps, back, biceps, legs, shoulders. Now, of course, a lot of people now, they're starting to do like chest and biceps, back and triceps, legs and shoulders. And they're just doing that because we've got to understand that every time you do a chest exercise, you're doing a tricep exercise. Every time you're doing a back exercise, you're doing a bicep exercise because those are the muscles that correlate with each other in performing these movements. So for those who want to get a little bit more of an arm workout, you know, that kind of that thought process of gun, sun's out, gun's out, right? Then you're going to give your, your arms more of a workout when you're breaking it up in, in that sense. And then, of course, you know, another reason for doing that is just if you're doing chest and triceps, you, you can wear out your triceps and then you're not going to be able to do as much chest work because, like I said, they're helping each other. So that right there would help eliminate fatigue and give you the ability to perform more chest or back repetitions or sets during an exercise day, okay? So like I said, that's the basic. You Next, this one could be considered a two-day split, but usually people won't, won't use this as a two-day split. They'll kind of do it as a Monday, Wednesday, Friday workout, and this is going to be a push-pull, okay? Now this is like I said, it's pretty much self-explanatory. Push day and a pull day. But this one is a little bit trickier when you're kind of diving into this push and pull. Okay? And the reason why is because this is also going to end up breaking the legs into both days. And sometimes even breaking your shoulders into both days. Just because the way these movements, you know, the muscle, the the, the shoulder has, you know, a front, a middle, and a back. And then, of course, your legs have a front and a back as well. So, it's like if, if you were going to do a push, right, you would do an overhead press. You would do a bench press. And then some people will even put that tricep in because you're, you're pushing down, right? So, that would be a tricep. You would be pressing, you'd be pushing down. And then sometimes people will throw the squat in here because they would say that's a pressing movement because you're lowering yourself to the ground but then you're pushing yourself back up and then of course this is where that leg extension would come into play because you are pushing your leg at the weight away from you in an extension right so you that would be more of like chest some shoulder and then quads and in that case it could even almost be calves Versus that pull, it would be pull-ups, rows, and then a leg curl because you're curling. And then bicep curl because you are pulling the weight to you 
You're not pushing the weight. And then sometimes people will throw a deadlift in there because they'll kind of see that as a, a you're pulling the weight off the ground, even though you can almost still think of it as a push. So like I said, that one gets a little bit trickier because now you got to break it down. You're breaking the leg down into two areas. You're breaking the shoulders down sometimes. So see, this is where you be for the pull. You'd be doing a face pull, which is attacking that upper back and the back of the shoulder, the back of the deltoid. So now it becomes a little bit trickier because it's, oh, well, is this exercise for the shoulder considered a pull or a press or a push? Or is this exercise for the leg considered a push or a pull? And then when you are doing this, you would do Monday push, Wednesday pull, Friday push. And then the next week you would alternate Monday pull, Wednesday push, Friday pull. So you would only be working a certain area twice one week and then the next week you would be doing the other one twice because you would only be doing doing it once that week. So like I said, if you're doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if you're doing push on Monday, you'd be pushing Monday, Friday and pulling only Wednesday. Then the next week you would pull Monday, Friday and you would only push on Wednesday. Okay. So I hope that made sense. I hope I didn't confuse you a little bit there. I know I kind of did at the beginning, so I had to clean that one up and I apologize. So you go, that's that push-pull. And that would almost be the equivalent of a two-day split, right? Like I said. And if you wanted to do it four times a week, you could just do like a push Monday, pull Tuesday, take Wednesday off, and then push Thursday, pull Friday. Or you could just go push Monday, pull Tuesday, push Wednesday, pull Thursday, take Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Or you could just do a six-day that same thing and just repeat it. So... There's that push-pull aspect. Next is going to be supersets. And this would be the equivalent, again, of a two-day split. And then, of course, if you wanted to exercise multiple days a week or that body part multiple days a week, then, of course, you would do the same thing as I just explained with the push-pull. This is just another form of a two-day split, which would be a superset. And that is performing two exercises back-to-back but of opposite muscle groups, okay? So you would do a bench press followed by a pull-up. You would do a bench press followed by a row or a chest fly followed by a row. So you would be doing the chest and then go straight to the back, no rest. No rest in between these sets. You go straight into it. And usually it's going to be the antagonist and the, I wish I would have looked it up, antagonist and the agonist the agonist doesn't sound right but it could be agonist and antagonist so like i said very simple then for then the other one you would do legs and shoulders so you would do a leg exercise and then you'd immediately go to the shoulders all right with no rest and then you know you can easily turn that into a triset which would simply be you get your abs in, right? So you would go chest exercise, you do bench press, row, abs. Bench press, row, abs. Or legs, shoulders, abs. Legs, shoulders, abs. Next is going to be a compound set. And this could almost be what they would call lactic acid training. Now, 
I assume we all know what lactic acid is, but if not, I'll just explain it real quick. So let's pretend you're, you're, you know, you could be lifting weights or maybe you're just running, you're playing a sport, right? And everything starts burning, burning, burning. And then all of a sudden, maybe your legs will lock up and you can't move anymore. I've only had this happen to me once and it was when I was really super duper out of shape. I was playing in a hockey game and I was the last man back on defense. And unfortunately, I tried making a move. I got my pocket picked. I was already exhausted because I hadn't been exercising at all. And I took like four strides and my legs seriously just seized up. And I couldn't move. I stopped skating. And then, you know, it took about two, three seconds. And then all of a sudden, my legs started functioning again. And that was just the lactic acid, too much buildup. And then unfortunately, I was unable to move, right? Until my body was able to rid itself of this lactic acid. But a compound set, two exercises of the same body part. So you do a bench press, you go straight to a push-up. You do a row, you go straight into a pull-up. You do a leg curl, you go directly to a leg extension. Something along that line. Like I said, you do a shoulder press and you go directly into lateral raises. So once again, that is just two exercises of the same exact body part. Next, we are going to go in to 21s. I like this one. A lot of people will usually only perform these with body weight exercises or like bicep curls or tricep extensions, but I think it's a really great way to perform any exercise actually just because you're hitting every movement or whatever exercise you decide through every range of motion. The only one I would say I probably wouldn't suggest a 21 with is a deadlift, at least a heavier deadlift, even though I have seen it performed. And I know they didn't call it a 21, but I've definitely seen it. And some people might call this, you know, like if you've heard of the the one and a half rep squat, this is almost similar. So 21, I'll, you know, just visualize right now, we're going to do it with a curl, a bicep curl, because that's usually how it's going to go. So you got the dumbbell in your hand, right? Put your hand down by your side right now, whatever it is, left or right hand, put it by your side. And you're just going to curl up to 90 degrees, right? And then you're going to go back down, curl up to 90 degrees, back down, curl up 90 degrees, back down. You're going to do seven repetitions of that. Then from there, you're going to stay at 90 degrees. And then you're going to go from that 90 degrees all the way up to your shoulder, back down to 90 degrees, up to your shoulder, that top portion of the bicep curl. You're going to do seven repetitions, and then you're going to do seven repetitions of the entire curl. So seven at the bottom, seven at the top, and then seven of the full range of motion, which would be 21 repetitions. Like I said, you can do this with a push-up. You put your, you put your chest on the ground, in the push-up position or with a bench press even, right? And you just do half the push-up. Then you go start at the halfway point, go up to the top, back half, back half, back half, and then you do a full push-up. You can do it with the bench press from there, halfway down, up, halfway down, up, bring it all the way to the chest, half up, half, half up, half up, half up, then entire rep range. You can do the same thing with the squat, same thing with the pull-up, same thing with the lat pull-down, 
whatever it is, performing a 21. Once again, this will be similar to a form of lactic acid training. All right? So when we're getting into these endurance events or just wanting more stamina on the field, you know, we tend to, to work on making sure that you know our lungs are prepared. But lactic acid is another way. We can raise and increase our lactic acid tolerance or threshold is what I think the correct term is, lactic acid threshold. So it's that same concept of the more you train in a lactic acid state, the more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The more, oh, I just had it and I lost it. Just the better your body is at eliminating the lactic acid from the muscles. Right, so now you have a higher tolerance. Same thing, like if you're if you drink a lot, right? At the beginning, you drink one or two drinks and you become drunk. But after you continually do it, you, it takes more alcohol to feel drunk. This is this is going to be the same concept with lactic acid training. So now you're going to be able to run longer, run faster before that burning sensation takes place. Okay, and. Next is going to be plyometrics, right? Jump training or fast twitch. Once again, this is going to be great in helping you with any athletic. This will be more of an athletic training, kind of like the lactic acid training. And this could be the plyo, you know, jump training. We all know that, like jump lunges, side hops, jump rope, and things like that. But we tend to forget the other forms of plyometrics, right? And you can turn these into compound sets. These are actually my favorite compound sets that I do with clients. So we'll go to a bench press and then I'll grab the 15 pound medicine ball and throw it at them and they try to catch it and instantly throw it back, right? So you're working those super fast twitch muscles, right? So you throw it and you try to you catch it and you try to throw it as fast as you possibly can. And that's another form of plyometrics metric training for the upper body. It's how fast can you react when something is thrown at you. Or another one I've seen that's very simple, you lay on the ground, right? Say it's the same concept. You lay on the ground, someone stands above you with the ball and they drop it to you, and then your job is to catch it and throw it back up as fast as you can. So those will be plyometric for upper body and then like I said there's all those different jumping movements that you can add in single leg all those types of things next is going to be tempo now tempo is just going to be how long it takes you to move the bar right so we'll say with a bench press if you ever see the tempo it'll be usually four numbers Right, so it'll be like one zero four zero, right? One zero four zero will be that. So if you're doing that, one zero four zero, that means you're gonna go one one second down, zero rest at the bottom, and then you're just gonna, and then it's four seconds up, one two three four, and then no rest, and you drop it straight down at one second. And then back up, one, two, three, four, very slowly. That's almost another way of adding plyometrics because you're letting the bar move 
fast, right? So that could be another form of plyometrics and an explosive speed. So you can do like a four zero one zero, which is four seconds down, one, two, three, four, and then explode up one second. And then you're counting, and then it's a zero pause at the top. So four seconds down, one, two, three, four, explode up. Right? Four seconds down, one, two, three, four, explode up. So once again, this is just another way you can mess around with those tempos and the speed of the bar. And that as well is a great way to add something to your routine. That's going to help you in every aspect. All right? So there are probably other ones, but I think this right here is going to give you, you know, years worth of exercise program design, especially once you incorporate it with part 1 of the exercise design podcast. You put these two together, you're going to be rocking and rolling. I had one more, but I did forget about it. Um, but like I said, very simple, very easy. We got a three-day split, chest, triceps, back, biceps, leg, shoulders, or you can go chest, bicep, back, triceps, leg, shoulders. We've got the push-pull. We've got the superset, the compound sets, the 21s, plyometrics, and tempo. And then the lactic acid training, which was a part of the concept, uh, the compound sets and the 21s. So once again, add these to your routine. You're going to see great results. You know, when should you switch up your routine? We'll throw this in there at the end. When you stop seeing results, I know it can be boring sometimes exercising when you're, when you, you know, you're performing the same exercises over and over again. But if you're still increasing the weight and you're still lifting heavier. Or you're getting results in whatever way you're getting results, why would you want to change that up? Let your body adapt first, and once it stops working, that's when you switch it up. That's why I said you've got years and years of information here that you know for program design. Because that push pull or supersets that could work for three months. Right? And with this, I gave you one, two, three, four, five six different variables that you can add to your routine. And if it's taken you three months, that means you have a year and a half of program design. And then by that time, you're just coming back around full circle and starting back over. All right? So like I said, there are others, but this right here is going to have you set and going for a long time. If you have the, you know, if you just have the patience to sit at home and write these things out. Some people don't. Sometimes you just want to purchase a program instead. So, you know, just make sure if you have a program, you're purchasing a program, they're implementing these types of things in there. You'll kind of understand now and have, you know, have some knowledge about why they are doing what they are doing. You know? So, there you have it. I hope this helps. Once again, like I said, I appreciate you tuning in. You know, you're making, you know, you're giving me the motivation to keep going. I hope you're enjoying this information. You know, if you don't think it's something that's going to help you on your journey, please, please share it with someone that you think will. And if it does help you on your journey, please, 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 please share this information with someone else. Don't forget to write a review for me so we can start moving up the charts. I would appreciate that greatly. 
And then once again, follow us on social media, True Results 303. And that's going to be Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. And then as well, you can always email me at trueresults303 at gmail or at yahoo.com. Question, comments, concerns, let me know so I can make the podcast better. I can probably, I can possibly help you personally, you know, come up with a podcast for a specific question that you have. I don't mind doing the research. Um, so once again, thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to the podcast and stay tuned for the next episode.